sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Thursday on the morning after on SportsGrid and Sirius XM Channel 159. The home for SportsGrid Radio on Sirius XM all across the SportsGrid Network as well. I am Ben Stevens. A jam-packed Thursday as it always is over the course of these next two hours as we bring you up until 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It's NFL schedule release day, although we pretty much already know the schedule some breaking news this morning week number four Sunday night football a rematch of two Super Bowls ago the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Kansas City Chiefs little nuggets like that coming throughout the show and throughout your Thursday as we look at next year's slate in the National Football League the daily grind of a Major League Baseball season continues on a fun Wednesday in the sport around the diamond yesterday to recap the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs continue to tick on in this opening round puck talk with ben is back in our second hour but to begin what a wild night in the nba playoffs first we start in boston inside td garden in the eastern conference a series tied at two games all game number five last night in beantown the milwaukee bucks steal another one on the road milwaukee winning outright as a five five and a half point underdog beating boston on their own home floor 110-107 to take a 3-2 series lead. Milwaukee has been an away underdog now 16 times this year. Regular season plus the playoffs here in this series against the Seas. All three games for Milwaukee in Boston booked as a dog. Milwaukee is both 6-10 and 10 against the number and 6-10 and 10 straight up as a road underdog, meaning that all six of their covers, six outright wins when booked as a dog on the road this year a total of 211 and a half the lowest of this series goes over it is the second straight over in this series both games four and five hitting the over from that total perspective milwaukee played eight straight unders to begin this postseason now two straight overs in games four and five total last night 211 and a hook a 110 107 final pushes us to the over 40 points from Giannis also helping lead us to an over as well 40 and 11 for the Greek freak last night but really the story was Drew Holiday 24 points going over his points prop of 21 and a half we detailed that all day yesterday on a Wednesday here on TMA eight boards eight assists but it's the defense for Drew Holiday that carried Milwaukee to a win absolutely locking down Marcus Smart in the final minute of the game the defensive player of the year and Marcus Smart meaning one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA in Drew Holiday. Swiping, I mean pickpocketing Marcus Smart in the final seconds of the game to ice it for that 110-107 victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. On the other side, some scoring numbers from the Boston Celtics. 34 points for Jason Tatum over his points prop of 28.5 for a second straight game. Jalen Brown over his points prop of 24 and a hook. He finishes with 26 points. Al Horford, the MVP of this series so far, a 30-burger in game four on the road in Milwaukee. Disappointing last night. Only eight points for Al Horford in 41 minutes of action. So a 3-2 series lead for Milwaukee. The final again last night inside TD Garden in Boston. The Bucks beating the Celtics 110-107. Milwaukee winning outright as a 5 
five and a half point underdog the total of 211 in a hook last night goes over the second straight over in this series between milwaukee and boston hey welcome to our sports grid radio audience here the opening hour of a thursday on the morning after sirius xm channel 159 all of our terrestrial radio affiliates now in the mix as well i am ben stevens milwaukee takes a 3-2 series lead over the boston celtics and the odds reflect that in the series price and in the Eastern Conference. First, that series price, because the Bucks are up by a game, heading back to their own home floor tomorrow night inside the Pfizer Forum, booked as just a slight one-and-a-half-point underdog. So it's not necessarily surprising that Milwaukee has an opportunity to close out this series on their own home floor and are now a minus-270 series outright favorite. But Boston entered game number five last night in Beantown as a minus-190 series favorite so this flipping on its head in just about 24 hours time milwaukee was plus 160 yesterday it shows you the value that you can find on a daily and nightly basis within the nba postseason if you get in front of that movement depending on how you feel a specific game will go milwaukee on the money line yesterday probably not as high as plus 160 so some value on the bucks for sure and it's not just milwaukee now as the series favorite again at minus 270 a one and a half point favorite tomorrow night in game six on their own home floor the bucks jump to the favorites once again in the eastern conference pretty much we have seen except for one time when the heat became the favorite whoever wins the game in the Bucks Celtics series becomes the favorite the following day in the Eastern Conference. That is Milwaukee's place right now, plus 135 as the favorites to win the East for a second straight year. But again, the value in this marketplace changes constantly. Boston was the favorite yesterday at plus 145. Now the Celtics, the third best odds at plus 420. Miami absolutely dominated Philadelphia in game number five two nights ago, winning by 35. They're plus 160 in the east the second best price up by five cents but now 25 cents behind the milwaukee bucks the sixers and the heat tonight in battle in game number six in philadelphia the sixers actually a two and a half point home favorite at the moment so the value changes constantly throughout the eastern conference and these playoff boards the value also a changing in the west based on a shocker last night in Memphis, the Grizzlies controlling the Warriors, winning by nearly 40 points. We break it down next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ryan City Grizz putting on an absolute stunner in show last night on their own home floor in Memphis. I mean, listen, there's rally spots, and then there's rally spots, like we saw in game number five last night between the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Welcome back to the morning after on this Thursday, live right here on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us bright and early on this Thursday. Now, we knew that John Morant would not be available for Memphis last night, most likely sidelined, it seems, for the rest of the postseason, depending on how long that goes for the Grizzlies. It was a closeout opportunity for Golden State, up three games to one in this series. Last night on the road, facing a Grizzlies team without John Morant in the lineup. And the line worked in Golden State's favor when we got that news 
on Tuesday from a two-and-a-half point spread to four points in favor of the Doves. The Memphis Grizzlies saw that, laughed in their face, crumbled it up, and then went to work last night on a Wednesday in Memphis. The Grizzlies winning 134-95, to a 39-point victory. Nearly 40 points, but that doesn't really do what we saw last night in Memphis justice. As we came to the closing minute of the third quarter, the Memphis Grizzlies led by as many as 55 points. At the end of three quarters, they were up by 52, matching the largest third quarter lead in NBA playoff history. So yeah, Memphis won outright as a four-point underdog last night. The Grizzlies have actually covered in four of the five games in this series. The only time the Warriors covered was in game number three when they won by 30 points as a home favorite. So we have seen routes in this series, but none bigger than what Memphis did to Golden State last night. Again, one the final. And without John Morant in the lineup, the total reflected that perceived lack of offensive production as well. I mean, Memphis scored 134 points, but the total dropped to 218 and a half. It goes over the lowest total of this series now over three games over out of the five, two games um, under. Memphis, seven players last night for the Grizz scoring in double figures. Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tyson Jones, all scoring 21 points, all tying for a game high. 21 points so if you include last night's performance in game four without John Morant as well and the regular season the Memphis Grizzlies now 21 and six straight up without their all-star in John Morant it is ridiculous how good Memphis is without John could you make the argument the Grizzlies are better without John Morant I wouldn't I think they're both pretty good with John Morant in the lineup or without him and again Memphis now pushing this back to game number six in Golden State tomorrow night. And although the Warriors absolutely got smoked last night, the betting market doesn't necessarily reflect that. The Warriors open up as an eight and a half point favorite on your Friday evening in San Francisco for game number six with another opportunity to close out this Western Conference semifinal matchup against the Memphis Grizzlies. Don't forget, in game number four, the first game without Jaw in this series, the Warriors were a nine and a half point home favorite. They did not cover that number, only winning by three. The Grizzlies covering as an underdog once again, but for it only to drop by a point down to eight and a half now in Golden State's favor, despite a 39 point loss yesterday, should show you how the betting market feels about this series overall. And as we look at some of those odds from last night, it wasn't a great performance out of the splash trio as they are known. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Jordan Poole all going well under their points props entering last night. Klay leading the way for the Dubs last night with 19 points on three of six shooting from three. But Jordan Poole only three points last night, only made one field goal that coming from deep. Steph Curry only 14 points. Not surprising when you lose by nearly 40. Barely play past the middle of the third quarter for those to be your results in the prop market. Blowout effect, certainly a thing last night. So the Warriors are still a series favorite in a big way. Minus 1,100 to win this series outright against the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Warriors are still a favorite somehow, some way in the Western Conference. Golden State, minus 105, still slightly in minus money. But that gap between where Golden State stands and where Phoenix is at the moment getting narrower by the day as well. Golden State at minus 105, the Phoenix Suns at plus 
110. Only 15 cents of difference between these two teams. And although the odds are now off the board currently for the Western Conference exact result market, don't forget just yesterday when we showed you those prices, it was Phoenix beating Golden State and vice versa, Golden State beating Phoenix at the same number at plus 140. Those Western Conference odds we just showed you would indicate that Golden State might be a slight favorite in the series price against Phoenix. I don't think that's going to be the case. The Suns are the number one overall seed. They hold home floor advantage. I think you're still getting value on Phoenix at plus 110. The Suns, a road favorite tonight in Dallas with an opportunity to close out the Mavericks in their Western Conference semifinals matchup in six games. So as we go from the Western Conference now to even a bigger picture, when we look at where things stand, this is your time to find the value because we're getting to the close of the conference semifinals. We're getting close to an NBA Finals on the horizon. Where is the market moving? Because we have told you on a daily basis, these odds are changing in the future prices constantly. So now as we look at the NBA Championship odds available on the FanDuel Sportsbook on this Thursday morning, it's the Warriors and the Suns booked at the same price, plus 220. Again, should show you where these teams might even be valued in the Western Conference. Because if Golden State's the favorite by 15 cents, yet they have the same price to win an NBA championship, that's the odds telling you something on this Thursday. The Bucks now the third best price, plus 400 for the reigning NBA champions, a dollar and a half ahead of the Miami Heat at plus 550. And now a pretty far drop off to where Boston finds themselves with the fifth best price, at 10 to 1. Listen, the Celtics are only a point and a half underdog tomorrow night in Milwaukee. We have seen Boston go on the road and beat the Bucks. We saw that in game number four to even up this series. If they do that and then head back to game seven in Boston, that value is going to be gone. Boston's going to flip probably to the Eastern Conference favorites unless Miami is able to close out their series tonight against the Sixers. Miami, a road underdog as well in the city of brotherly love tonight, getting two and a half points from Joel Embiid and Philadelphia. So that should show you where this market might move as well based on the results that we are going to see in the game sixes that get underway this evening. Philly and Miami, again, the Sixers, a two and a half point favorite. The Mavericks and the Suns, Phoenix, a two point road favorite in Dallas tonight. And some news out of the NBA this morning. We're gonna have a new betting market available here pretty soon in the future. We're going to have conference finals MVP awards given out as well. For the Eastern Conference, it's named after Larry Legend. Of course, that would be Larry Bird. In the Western Conference, it's named after Magic Johnson. So those will be some new betting markets available here very soon. But as we look at the NBA Finals MVP, correlate these markets to the prices that you see for an NBA championship. Steph Curry is the favorite at plus 340 because it's perceived as the dubs go that's where Steph brings them to and they are booked as one of the co-favorites right now to win the NBA championship at plus 220 alongside the Phoenix Suns the player on the Suns with the shortest odds in this market as you can see Devin Booker plus 500 there is always value on Chris Paul at plus 650 because again if the point god can lead the Phoenix Suns to his first NBA championship, that narrative will back this award. Giannis, the second best price at plus 450. Now, the Miami Heat continue, in my opinion, to be slightly disrespected in the odds market. I believe that Miami, right here, right now, should be the favorite in the Eastern Conference. They're not. They're 25 cents behind the Milwaukee Bucks. You'll see Jimmy Butler 
with the fifth best odds to win the NBA Finals MVP. Of course, that would take Miami winning the East and the NBA championship to make that a reality. But what Jimmy Butler has done throughout this postseason, filling up the stat sheet and adding on scoring performances like a 40-burger in game number four in Philadelphia in that series against the Sixers, plus 700. If you think the Heat have a shot, that might be better value than the Heat even winning an NBA championship. An update to the series prices around the NBA postseason next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back right here on the morning after on SportsGrid on this Thursday live all across the grid in Sirius XM channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. It's time to take a look at the updated series prices as we enter game number six, at least or at most, I should say, two more games available in each of the conference semifinal series before we get to the conference finals in the East and the West in the NBA postseason continues to dwindle down. So there is so much value to be had. This is a very fun time from an odds perspective to see where the market is moving and try to jump in front of it based on what the odds are telling you. And helping us to do that here on a Thursday morning is our producer on the morning after down in the producer's pit. The finger guns are up. It is John Shames who looks happy, although he might be a little bit sad given his Boston Celtics faltering at home last night in game number five, losing as a five and a half point favorite Shamesy guy to the Milwaukee Bucks, 110-107. You ever seen Marcus Smart that clamped up by Drew Holiday before? That was that that those few possessions alone had a few storylines to focus on with that. I, I already see the memes of Drew Holiday stealing the defensive player of the year trophy away from Marcus Smart, stripping it there for him. So Yes, it was a very, very tough spot last night for the Celtics. Major letdown to really be in control of the game for starting in the second quarter, really until that middle of the fourth quarter, and then just letting it slip away. Offensive rebounding for Milwaukee continuing to be an issue for Boston and a very, very important game six. A win or go, go home situation now for the Celtics in game six, which is not what they were expecting with maybe 50 seconds or so left in the game last night then. But, Jamesy, here's where we can find the value because as we were discussing in the break, when there's only at most, again, two games left in these series, every series going to game six with a 3-2 series lead for one of the two teams, you can look at it in a two-game microcosm and maybe find some value if you believe we are going to go the distance in a certain series and get to seven games. So we'll focus first on the Celtics and the Bucks, As we have seen all series long, whoever wins a game, John, becomes the favorite in the series price. Milwaukee now a rather substantial favorite at minus 270 to win this series. But James, as we know, the Bucs are only a point and a half home favorite tomorrow night in Milwaukee inside the Pfizer Forum. The money line for game number six, just for a Bucs outright victory to win the series, which is what the minus 270 is telling you, is only minus 120 on that money line right now. So if you have confidence in Boston forcing this back to TD Garden for a Game 7 on their own home floor, all that value in the series outright price is the way to look. Yeah, I think there is a lot of value there, Ben. And I told you before this segment coming in, I still believe 
that the Celtics can win this series in seven games. Yes, I picked the Celtics in five games to start out. Pretty tough pick right there for the kid. But I do think that there is some bounce back potential here. If for no other reason, Ben, than this, the way this series has gone, home court does not really mean much in that sense, right? I think we've seen home court now flip three times and the Celtics have a chance to steal it back in game six now from Milwaukee. So that, that to me is, is really the, the confidence instilling uh, factoid about this series is that teams are winning on the road with ease. And yeah. I think at plus 220 there for the Celtics to get this done in game six and then probably be favored in a game seven situation if they can get it sure. to go back home, that's a great price there. If you're a Bucks backer, do not pay that minus 270. I don't care that it gives yep. you two games to get the job done. They're minus 120 on the money line outright as a one and a half point favorite for tomorrow night's game six back in Wisconsin. That's your play if you think Milwaukee just wins this series outright instead of even laying the point and a half. 20 cents on the dollar, not all that bad in terms of the juice. If you're a Boston backer, take them on the money line tomorrow night and certainly take the plus 220 as well because, James, as we have seen, Boston oh, yeah. has been a home favorite in all three games inside TD Garden. Five points in game one, four points in game two, five and a half points at its peak for last night's game number five. They are certainly going to be a favorite in a one-game scenario in game seven if it gets to that point in Boston. But the same points we're making here, Shamesy Guy, are what we can make for tonight's game six in Philadelphia between the Sixers and the Heat. Now, the Heat are a minus 390 series favorite in that outright price, rightfully so. Miami up three games to two, dismantling Philly by 35 points two nights ago in South Beach on a Tuesday. But for this Thursday night matchup in game six, James, it's the Sixers as a two and a half point home favorite, but at plus 310 in the series outright price. If you agree with the odds, tons of value on Philadelphia. Yeah, certainly so, Ben. We, this is another thing that we were just mentioned. I noticed that, and I was like, wow. The Sixers, they're favored in this Game 6 situation here tonight, and, and obviously that's some good value for them on the series price there. So I think for the Philadelphia 76ers, you're really banking on James Harden and Joel Embiid showing up over these next two games in a big way if you are a believer in this plus 310 number that you're seeing right there on your screen. Yep. James Harden and Joel Embiid both struggling mightily last game going under their points props. Some pretty lofty totals that I think, yeah, we can roll this in now. Actually, let's roll it in, boys. We can see some of these points totals for tonight. J uh, Joel Embiid, 25 and a half. James Harden, 20 and a half. Yeah, so some big numbers there, but the Sixers really need that to, to extend the series tonight and, and bring it to a seventh game. It, against Miami, on Miami's home floor in a game seven, a very well-coached team. I am suspect about Doc Rivers' ability for his guys to get it done. But, Ben, I think the Sixers tonight – I do like the Sixers here tonight. I'm not sure if I'm ready to believe in them in that Game 7 situation as well. But if you right. are, tend to be more of a Philly believer than I, then I think that's a good place to look. But the plus 310, Shames, might not even be a substantial Philly believer. It's just a believer in the Sixers on their own home floor tonight, booked as a sure. two-and-a-half-point favorite by the very smart people at the FanDuel Sportsbook that have their models and algorithms that have the Sixers as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So if you follow the odds, Philly wins tonight at least outright on their own home floor. That plus 310 that you have in the series price is just a virtual money line for game number seven, and it's not going to be that big on the money line for Philadelphia, who we saw as a three-and-a-half-point underdog in game number five two nights ago against Miami and then you can hedge out on the other side 
with the Heat for game number seven outright to win this series. And again, it just gives you profitability, at least almost guarantee if you do the numbers and you do your math correctly and you find some extra money in your pocket. That's what we're doing here in these series updates, trying to find that value across the NBA postseason. And James, just one final point about JoJo and James Harden tonight. The same points props that we saw in game five in Miami, the same numbers tonight in game number six in Philly. Of course, both Joel Embiid and James Harden well under these points props in game five. Joel Embiid, 17 points. James Harden, 14. Only gone over this number of 20 and a half for the beard in game four, where he scored 31 points. So now we take that value perspective that we are doing here in the status report for these NBA series to game number six tonight in Dallas. The Mavericks, a slight home underdog, but a big underdog in that series outright price as well, John, at plus 540. Again, just a slight home underdog on their home floor where we saw them win game number four. Plus 540 is virtually a game seven money line for the Dallas Mavericks. It's all about spotting that value right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook. That is a crazy amount of value right there, Ben, but I actually do think that there's a rightful reason behind that. I mean, to go into Phoenix, if even if Dallas can win tonight, to go into Phoenix against the hands-down best team in the NBA and defeat them on their home court when all the stakes have never been higher for this team, of course, trying to make it back to the NBA Finals again in the Phoenix Suns. I, I do understand the hesitancy to, to give Dallas a shot in that game if you are the books, and if you're a better I'm not sure I see it even going past this six games tonight, guys. I think tonight is the night that Phoenix says, you know what? This has gone on long enough. We know the recipe to beating this Dallas team. We know we need to take out these ancillary parts for Dallas. And I think mm. Phoenix can close it out in this game six situation, Ben, if we're being honest here. I would agree. And again, that minus 770 pretty much goes to show you the Phoenix Suns will be booked as a five and a half, six, six and a half point favorite come game number seven. If it gets to that place, in the Valley in just a couple of days. That's what minus 770 indicates, but the value is on the Dallas Mavericks as only a two-point home underdog tonight. An area I look for this game specifically tonight is going to be that matchup between Luka Doncic and Devin Booker. Although they might not guard each other one-on-one, -on -one, we know it's getting a little yeah. testy. We know it's getting oh, a little fiery yeah. right now. Between, oh, tangy for sure. It's getting Between Luka and D-Book. And Shames, Luka Doncic's points prop tonight, 30 three and a half Luca has a much better home than road split this year averaging nearly 30 points in Dallas less than 27 on the road but all the way up to 33 and a half a number Luca has gone under in three straight games under in both of the games in Dallas he only went over this number when he scored 45 in game one and 35 in game two to start this series when Phoenix took a two nothing series lead yeah, that is interesting, Ben. The, the, the home versus road thing is also interesting to me because even if Dallas does make it out of this series somehow, which, you know, yep. I'm not a believer in, but if that does happen, you know, they're not going to have home court in that Western Conference Finals matchup either. So another thing to keep an eye on if you're a Dallas backer is making sure that, you know, you're, you're seeing the trends on the road continue as they are at home. I think that's an interesting uh, point that you brought up there, Ben. I think it's a great point as well because everything that happens now in the at most final two games of these conference semifinals matchups are going to give you that value in the conference finals market as well and maybe even deeper into the NBA championship market. One final point about D-Book, 27 and a half, his points prop tonight. A number that he has gone over in three of the five games in this series 
And in closeout games last year, Shames, for the Suns' run to the NBA Finals, D-Book averaged more than 34 points per game Whoa. in those closeout games for the Phoenix Suns. Something to keep in mind. John Shames will continue running the show for us here on the morning after on this Thursday. But on the other side of the break, it's Brian Fonseca's NBA Focus up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The focus in this opening hour of a Thursday live on SportsGrid in the morning after has been the NBA playoffs. Welcome back here on a Thursday on TMA and Sirius XM channel 159. I am Ben Stevens and the focus for Brian Fonseca is always on the NBA playoffs as well. FanDuel's Brian Fonseca back on TMA on this Thursday to recap last night's doubleheader that have now pushed both series to game six and the two game sixes we have tonight. One in Philadelphia for the Sixers in the heat. One in Dallas between the Mavericks and the Suns. Fonseca, thank you for joining us here. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, cereal. You know, I just kept it simple because, especially because I had to be quick. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna miss this bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just had to get some well, cereal down. We'll get real food uh, a little bit later. Well, listen, we appreciate that. Keep it simple so you can join us here on this 940 spot to focus on the NBA postseason. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks went into Boston as a five, five and a half point underdog. And they steal game five on the road in Boston. Milwaukee steals a game. Drew Holiday steals everything from Marcus Smart. And now the Bucks take a 3-2 series lead. What do you take away, Brian, from last night's action in Boston? I see what you did there. Um, Thank you. Drew Holiday uh, defended like he was legitimately mad and has been mad that Marcus Smart became the guard who won Defensive Player of the Year first since Gary Payton in 1996. And Drew Holiday had a bone to pick with him, clearly, and played like it. And you saw what you saw in the last 10, 12 seconds, whatever it is. First of all, before even that part of it, because we're going to get into that in a second, uh, as president or vice chair or whatever, as somebody who has a role in the Bobby Portis fan club, very excited yeah. to see him give them a big bucket late. I have been yeah, saying okay. that Bobby Portis like just needs to get to the right spot and he'll be a damn good NBA player. Somebody who was the fourth best player on the championship team last year. And I just want to take a victory lap for that. But as it pertains to uh, Drew Holiday, the two strips at the end or the block rather, and then the strip at the end, it was just, it was legitimately masterful world-class defense. Uh, like he had a chip on his shoulder. I could not believe, because it looked like Boston was going to win. They were up like the entire game before the very end and then the Bucks yeah. figured out a way to close them that was deflating Robert Williams not being there hurt but they were able to overcome that until the very end and it goes back to what we talked about earlier Ben in terms of remember the last game of the season Milwaukee looked at the standings and were kind of like all right Boston go ahead you get to yep. choose do you want to play Toronto or do you want to play the Nets in the first round. And the Toronto portion was important because if people remember, Jalen Brown reportedly not vaccinated. Al Horford don't know. He said he was ready to go. 
But Jalen Brown not vaccinated, meaning he couldn't travel to Canada, and that would have made that series a little bit dicey as a different Matisse Thibault, yeah. though he's not Jalen Brown. And then what you see is with the Bucks, they just are content with the three seed because it's like, all right, we can beat the Celtics in six, finish it on our, on our home floor, and now they're going to have an opportunity to do that. So it's amazing how and, this all when, played out. Certainly so, because that was the final weekend of the regular season and all that we had to figure out in a jumbled Eastern Conference. And it seemed that, like, at the time when the Celtics took the number two seed to open up their postseason against the Brooklyn Nets was going to be very dicey. But, of course... Boston sweeping the Nets in four games. So, Fonseca, as we have seen here throughout the entirety of the postseason, pretty much every Thursday that you're on, but every day now on the FanDuel Sportsbook, based on an individual game result, and mainly in the series between Milwaukee and Boston, the winner of said game becomes the favorite to win the Eastern Conference. That happened last night. Milwaukee (laughs) went from the third best odds to the favored price once more at plus 135, 25 cents ahead of the Miami Heat, who are at plus 160 with the second best price. But I ask you, Brian, who do you believe is the rightful favorite in the Eastern Conference? Oh, boy, it's very hard uh, to bet against the Bucs because they also have looming somewhere. Chris Middleton has not been there this entire series against the Celtics. And I anticipate, like, is he going to sit out the Eastern Conference Finals? I doubt that. To be clear, he's injured, not sitting out. But, you know, it's been... It's been a couple weeks already since he's been injured, and we do expect him back at some point. I would presumably say that it will be in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat, um, you know, and that's going to be a, a major test for the Heat. You know how high I am on them and how high I've right. been on them, and there's a reason why them having home court matters because people could say what they want about how loud Miami could actually be in terms of its fans. Uh, they do have a home court advantage, and they do play very well at home, and their series with the Bucs, you know, it's interesting because they shut down the Bucs a couple years ago in the bubble playoffs in five games in a way that, like, you can see a lot of things that they did there, tried to replicate last year in the playoffs, and it just didn't work out because, again, we went into this whole thing about the bubble and having seven weeks to prepare for the season. They were out of gas by the end, and after game one where they pushed it to overtime, they had nothing left. Um, this year it's going to be more of an even playing field, but – I would still favor the Bucks in that series against the Heat, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat won either. And if you are a betting person, and you probably are if you're watching this, the Heat do provide a little bit more value there. So there's that. I completely agree with the part of value, certainly on Miami. Chris Middleton got injured in game number two against the Chicago Bulls. That was April 20th, just a little bit over three weeks ago. And at the time of that MCL sprain, the rumored timetable for return for Middleton was around two to three weeks. We haven't really received a status report or an update, but Mm -hmm. we're right around that time right now for Chris Middleton. Game number six tomorrow night in Milwaukee. The Bucks a slight one and a half point home favorite. Game number six tonight, Brian, in Philadelphia. The Sixers booked as a slight home favorite as well, laying two and a half points. All five games so far in this series between the Heat and the 76ers. The home team has been favored. The home team has won and covered the number. But are you surprised to see Philly as the home favorites tonight in a potential closeout game number six? A little bit from the standpoint of like, and I absolutely think they can win this game, but usually the pendulum just swings so far in either direction in terms of betting and how people are going to bet. And I feel like a good amount of people are probably taking the heat plus two and a half tonight because of what they did in game five 
which is where they won by nearly 40 points on their home floor. And Philly looked absolutely defeated. James Harden didn't give you anything, didn't step up uh, when Joel Embiid started to have his struggles. And Joel Embiid actually started cooking a little bit in the third quarter, and then bam, Adebayo just shut that down. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised to see the line, but I do think that a lot of money may come in on the heat. No road team has won in this series yet. And as you mentioned, everybody who's been a favorite in this series has covered. I feel like, you know, trends are trends and some things need to be bucked at some point. Um, And I did lean toward the heat uh, in game four and they did not win that game, though. I mean, they were a James Harden eruption away from that happening, I feel like. And I think that if you look at both games from the heat's perspective, they're probably like, look, if they shoot average from three point range or a little bit below average from three point range, then they win those games because they were very, very below average and none of their role players stepped up. And the interesting thing uh, in Philly's favor is I'm curious about because Doc Rivers said, quote, we might have to they're paraphrasing here, but we might have to make an adjustment that we don't want to. And it sounds like doubling Jimmy Butler would be something that they may look into. The thing with that is that Jimmy Butler prefers to be more of a facilitator. And if that gets Tyler Hero going, which is what Philly's been trying to stop all series long, along with other shooters, then I don't know if doubling Jimmy Butler is going to be the answer. But I just also don't think Philly has enough defense and defenders to really make that happen. So it's going to be tough. So you mentioned game number four, the last game on Philly's own home floor. It was the only time this series that James Harden, who scored his playoff high 31 points, has gone over his points prop tonight of 20 and a half. In the three games JoJo has played in this series for Philly, he has also gone under his points prop tonight of 25 and a half in all three of those contests. Who do you expect to have a big night for the Sixers in game number six? Ooh, I have, as someone who's been eating off of Joel Embiid unders all series long, <laughs> I've nailed, uh, I believe, three straight, um, if I have that correct. Yeah, um, yep. the Joel Embiid number is tough because, like, the he's, he came back from all those injuries that we didn't think he'd come back from. You know, he still has the thumb, which people aren't discussing enough because of the eye, and it's probably throbbing and all this stuff, and you know, you would figure, all right, he's had more time to heal. Not necessarily because he's been out there. He's played three games in five nights. Now he's about to play a fourth in seven nights um, after being out for a while. So that 25 and a half, like, I'm probably leaning under there. And as far as James Harden, that's more of a stay away from me. He's a little yeah. bit more unpredictable because you figure that if you think the Sixers are going to win, you feel like James Harden is really the one who has to go over here, right? Uh, Tyrese Maxey too, whatever his prop is. I'm not sure. I would, if I were to guess, it'd probably be in that 18 and a half range or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Right. But James Harden would have to be the one, um, especially from a points, rebounds, assist perspective, if they were going to win. Yeah. I would think that James Harden would be the one for that, uh, to go over. FanDuel's Brian Fonseca, almost a bookmaker. Tyrese Maxey, 19 and a <laughs> half for his points prop tonight, but the under a slight bit of juice. So in game number five between Miami and Philadelphia, we saw a 35-point Miami Heat victory. In game number five between Golden State and Memphis last night in the Grind City, (laughs) we saw a 39-point Memphis Grizzlies victory, but they were up by as many as 55 points late in the third quarter. Were you shocked, Brian, by what you saw last night between the Dubs and the Grizz? Yeah, you know... Uh, Kedra Andrews was on ESPN and 
uh, she said that she had asked Steph Curry what they wanted to do in the game or something like that. And Steph responded, whoop that trick, which is a famous song that they play in Memphis uh, before and after every game and wins and things like that. And uh, we should, should probably talk more about Steph saying that and then going out and one losing by 42, having just 14 points on four of 10 shooting. Um, I was surprised because I didn't. Memphis winning did it surprise me because they are good without right. John Moran. That's not to say that John Moran is, you know, the problem or anything like that, right? Obviously. But they can defend at a higher level when he's not out there because he has to do so much offensively. He's one of those guys who are like defensively, you know, it's not really what you would want, but he provides so much offensively. So it's kind of like, all right, who cares? Everyone else got it defensively. But defensively, you saw what they could do without him. I still think the Warriors finished this in six on their home floor. Uh, but I absolutely love their effort last night. Desmond Bain has stepped up a lot when um, when John Morant's been out. Jaron Jackson Jr. also had a good game. And Tyus Jones, I love Tyus Jones. He's a real point guard, 21 points, 9 assists, and just 24 minutes shot, 8 of 12, 75% or 67%, whatever the math is on that, one of those two. Um, yeah. Made four three-pointers in 24 minutes. Like, real point guard play, high assists, not many turnovers. Uh, and I think that Memphis can absolutely, you know, do some things without John Morant, but I have a hard time seeing the win without John Morant uh, on the road, which they did almost do before. If not for Dylan Brooks, right. it may have been possible. So maybe they can push this to seven. I still think Golden State wins this series, though. All right, Fonseca, rapid fire. Suns, a two-point favorite tonight in Dallas. Does Phoenix close out the series in six? Yes, I think Phoenix closes out the series. Okay, there you go. Phoenix on that money line, only minus 126. Brian Fonseca from FanDuel giving us the NBA playoff focus at all times throughout this postseason. Brian, thank you very much. Go enjoy your second breakfast of some real food, not just cereal. Hey, you said you said rapid fire, so I got to keep it rapid fire. Suns and six. <laughs> that, that was rapid fire indeed. We close out hour number one of TMA up next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rounding out our number one of the morning after live here on Sports Grid on this Thursday, Sirius XM Channel 159, the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM all across the Spiz Grizz Network as well. I am Ben Stevens. I don't know if the Sports Grid Network necessarily endorses any NBA teams, but you would think Spiz Grizz, Memphis Grizz, and that's what we're going to discuss right now to end out our first hour. The Grizzlies shocked the NBA world last night. Not that they won on their own home floor, even without John Morant as a four-point home underdog, but how they did it, leading by as many as 55 points against the Warriors, 52 after the third quarter, and winning by 39, 134-95 in Game 5 to extend this to a sixth game back in San Francisco tomorrow night. But can the Grizzlies actually win this series without jaw in the lineup we find out together and fade the public so that was the question an impressive game five route that nobody really saw coming to that effect but can the grizzlies without john morant actually 
win this series. The three options for our Fade the Public poll at SportsGridTV on Twitter were yes, no, it's over in six games, but no, it gets back to a seventh game in Memphis. And most of the public thinking the Grizzlies probably have the end of the road coming tomorrow night in San Fran. 60% right now of this poll saying this series is still over in six games. Most of the public probably checking out the FanDuel Sportsbook this morning. The Warriors, a minus 1,100 series outright favorite against Memphis and booked are the Dubs as an eight and a half point favorite on a Friday evening tomorrow night in game number six. But something to keep in mind throughout the regular season and now twice in the playoffs, the Memphis Grizzlies, 21 and six without John Morant. And they have covered in both games without John Morant in these playoffs they have covered in four of the five against golden state in this series our number two is on deck following a sports grid news update from alex fasano